Hey, what's up? It's Frank here from datadriven.tv, the podcast where we explore the emerging fields of data science, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. So on this data point, I want to share an experience I just had at the Coles in Gaithersburg. It's pretty interesting. I usually don't go to retail places physically anymore, which I think right there, other than grocery stores, right there, there's your sign, right? So retail has to evolve. Um, and, and no two people, I think, have been more responsible for the evolution of retail uh, in the last 50 years than um, Sam Walton and uh, Jeff Bezos. A lot of ink has already been shed over the concern over you know, what Amazon is doing to the retail industry. And, you know, and, and some of that concern is well-founded. However, well, when they blamed it on to- uh, the downfall of Toys R Us and Jeff Bezos, I thought that was personally, I think that was, was kind of overdoing it. Um, a lot of the downfall of Toys R Us can be put squarely, uh, the blame for that can be put squarely in the executive suites there, right? So having myself worked in retail um, um, IT, and this is back in 1995, 1996, a little bit of 97, uh, with Uh there was, there was a hesitancy. Hesitancy? Is that a word? Well, let's make it a word. So the, the, the leadership was hesitant to adapt to the web, right? And you know what? In 1995, you can, you can give them a pass on that one, kind of, right? So you can give them a pass on, because Amazon itself was only founded in 1994, However, in a certain sense, you can't give them a pass because that's their business. Retail is their business, and they should have their finger on the pulse of what's going on. Now, certainly, here we are, 2000 teens. People ought to know. Clearly, the web's not going anywhere. Clearly, Amazon's not going anywhere. And they need to really up their game. And I'll have to give props to Kohl's, right? Because Kohl's has a whole thing here, and I can't walk towards it because they have... um, music blaring, blaring, and I don't want to run afoul of the RIA. But basically it says uh, it's an Amazon. They'll pack it and ship it back to Amazon for free. So if you want to bring your returns, they bring it here. Now that's brilliant for multiple reasons. One, it gets people in the store, right? So you can't, if you're a retail established, physical brick and mortar retail establishment, you can't sell anything unless the people come to the store, right? Yes, I know they have a website, but hold that thought for a second. You get people in the store, right? So say they bought a vacuum or whatever, clothes, right? They bought it and they want to return it. So they'll just figure they'll go to Kohl's. And this is where Kohl's is brilliant, right? Particularly with clothes, right? You buy something online, doesn't fit, you got to return it. And say you wanted to buy a shirt, pants, dress, whatever. You have to walk through the entire store of Kohl's to drop it off to the Amazon returning thing, right? So from one point of view... It's pretty awesome because it's a convenience, but it's also brilliant. It's brilliant for multiple ways, right? So you're returning this dress, shirt, whatever, microwave, vacuum, and you have to walk through Kohl's which sells all of those things. So that takes advantage of the physical aspect, right? So a lot of times the brick and mortars have been suffering because they don't have the flexibility or the lower cost of uh, operations that, um, that a strictly e-retailer does. Right? So this takes advantage of that, where you walk past the clothing section, you can try it on. Right? So if you're doing a return, you can try it on right away. That's brilliant. The second thing that makes it brilliant is they know, based on returns, who shops at Amazon. Right? They don't necessarily know who, but they know in a given zip code or given geographic area how many returns come in. Right? So they can kind of glean 
what the customers are returning. Uh, I don't know if they actually scan the physical thing to figure out exactly what it is, but if they scan the box or the barcodes to run through the system, they probably have a good idea, at least if they don't do any data mining on that, they at least have, in terms of who's returning what, they at least have the ability to figure out the volume of returns. Uh, they can at least get a good guess of how well they're selling. So if they know that the returns are, say, 5% of everything that's uh, purchased, and they do some finagle factor on the math, they know, they can take a good guesstimate of who's shopping, and then they can kind of, they can also leverage what's their greatest liability, which is their physical stores, the ability to kind of try things on. They can leverage what's traditionally has been their greatest liability, which is their physical locations, the, the people that they have to pay to be here. And they can turn it into a real asset. Convince and convert people who are buying stuff or returning stuff. They're still hungry. They're still looking for that item that they returned that did not fit their needs. Now, maybe they bought it already again on Amazon, but they can easily go here, try it on. You know, not, uh, there was a sign I saw the other day that 80% of success is showing up. And I would posit that for retailers, you know, 80% of getting a sale is having them show up. So I want to give a shout out to Kohl's for thinking ahead and adapting, right? Because it's going to be data. Whether or not they're using the data, I don't know. I can't say one way or the other. But uh, just, just the physical thinking through of uh, just the game theory, if you will, of, of figuring out how to compete rather than bemoan and, and whine and complain like we had with a, a lot of other retailers, big props to them. With that... You have a good day.